0: Grace to and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. God's word, which forms the basis for our sermon, comes from Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16. Let's begin with prayer. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our Redeemer. O Lord, sanctify us by the truth. Your word is true. name of Christ Jesus our Savior dear friends preach the gospel I can still remember clearly as a student at Wisconsin Lutheran Seminary those those words were painted on the wall of the chapel it was a daily reminder of the words Jesus spoke here For in this text Jesus gives his great mission To his disciples. Jesus, it says, he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Even though those words that were written on the wall, that were painted on the wall at the seminary were in Greek, it was the same meaning. It was these words that Jesus spoke here. That is Christ's mission for his church to the end of time. His mission is clear. Preach the gospel. We sang about that in the hymn just a moment ago, and he even told them to go into all the world. We have this mission until Christ returns as judge to go into all the world Preach the gospel. The apostles and other believers went from place to place, near and far for the rest of their lives, doing what Jesus said here, proclaiming the good news of salvation to others. We heard about the apostle Paul, for example, in our lesson this evening, and Paul is a shining example of this as he went from town to town proclaiming the saving gospel of Jesus. He traveled over land and sea. He faced difficulties, even shipwrecks, much persecution and pain and suffering. But he kept going from town to town, proclaiming the saving gospel. He traveled as far in the known world as he could go, to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you know, throughout the ages, the gospel has traveled to so many places in this world. And it has even reached our country. It did many years ago. It even came right here, where we are, in Adrian, Michigan. And now we have the gospel. And with the gospel, we also have a responsibility, a privilege... A mission from Jesus to share that gospel with everybody. But first we must ask, what is the gospel? Do you know? Can you make it clear what it is? I can tell you first what it is not. The gospel is not this increasingly popular notion that, oh, everybody goes to a better place in the end. That's not the gospel. That's not even true, as you'll see in this lesson. Now the gospel is that Jesus came as the Savior from sin and took away all sin and won salvation for all people. He won forgiveness for all. And yet the gospel cannot be appreciated by people unless they first learned the law. God's law prepares the way for the gospel. God's law declares God's will. Love God above all things. Love your neighbors as yourselves. And as we look at our own selves, we realize we fall short of that. God's law declares that all have sinned, and that doesn't leave any of us out. We all fall short of what God expects. We're all sinners who need God. Salvation, because the law continues to declare the wages of sin is death, and those who try to get to heaven by being good
1: people, by their works,
0: will be condemned if they don't have faith. Doesn't matter how hard you try to be good, you can never earn heaven by works. And that's where the gospel comes in to comfort us. For God so loved the world, the Bible says. Jesus said, God so loved the world that he sent his Savior, he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, to do what we could not do first. Jesus entered our world, as we just confessed, conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, true God and true man. He was here to live under the law, a perfect, sinless, holy life for all of us, and he did that. And then all of our sins were piled on him and placed on him and charged against him. And he went forward to the cross, for it was his will and his heavenly Father's will that he take away all of our sins. He went and died on the cross, the Bible says, as the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but for the whole world. The Bible says he died for all. He rose from death. And that means that God has declared forgiveness through Jesus You are forgiven through Christ. That's the gospel. And through that message, the Holy Spirit works faith. Whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. And that's almost exactly what Jesus said in this text. when he said, whoever believes and is baptized shall be saved. Now, whoever does not believe will be condemned is the second part. I'll just put it in different words. Whoever trusts and relies on Jesus for forgiveness and life and salvation will go to heaven. Whoever trusts in Jesus, his life, not ours. His death, not our attempts to make it right. Whoever trusts in him will live forever in a perfect world we call heaven. On the other hand, whoever does not trust in Jesus as Savior will be condemned forever to eternal punishment in hell. I'd like to use an illustration from time to time, and I hope it works for you. I'll try to explain it. And it has to do with this. i like to say that when Jesus died on the cross, he purchased tickets to heaven for every person. Jesus paid enough on the Christ cross for everybody. And so if you can imagine imaginary tickets, Jesus bought enough tickets for everybody. And whoever holds that ticket has eternal life. And holding that ticket, that grip, that's faith, right? And as we pass out those tickets, we are doing what Jesus said. The ticket is essentially the gospel. And you have an unlimited supply to pass out. If you have the gospel, you can give tickets to everybody. And they never run out. And they're free. Well, they weren't free for Jesus. He paid dearly for them when he died on the cross but now they're free for everybody and he said here pass them out to everybody in the world he said go into all the world and preach the gospel and you know whoever holds that ticket by faith is a believer on the road to heaven but even that grip that holds the ticket whether it's strong or weak that grip is a gift from god too Because salvation from beginning to end is by God's grace. Ephesians chapter 2 says, it is by grace you have been saved, through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. Salvation is a gift. Forgiveness is a gift. Faith is a gift. And God works that faith through his word. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. I'll move now to the second part. Jesus said, whoever does not believe will be condemned. And that means, plainly, not everyone goes to a better place when they die. Not everyone is going to go to heaven at the end. How sad it is. Because Jesus bought tickets for everybody. Is it that we never shared the gospel with them and they never heard it? Is it that they received that ticket and tossed it because they rejected Jesus as their Savior? How sad it is because Jesus bought enough tickets for everybody, but not everybody is holding the ticket. Not everybody is a believer in Jesus, and whoever's not holding that ticket is condemned. Now, there's still time. I don't know how. We call this our time of grace. It's the only time people have, this lifetime, the only time people have to be brought to faith in Jesus. There is still time for people to be brought to saving faith. And the Holy Spirit brings people to faith through holy baptism. And that's where many of us were brought to faith. He brings people to faith through his gospel. And that's why Jesus said here, preach the gospel, proclaim that message to others. You know that passage that I quote so often from Romans chapter 10. Faith comes from hearing the gospel message. Faith comes from giving them that free ticket to heaven. Here's your ticket to heaven. Jesus won it for you. Jesus gave us a very clear mission here, when he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Right now, this service is being taped. Who knows how far it will go? There are people all over the world who see these tapes. Who knows who will be reached? Right now, all over the world, there are missionaries on our behalf, reaching out to others. May we support them with our prayers, with our generous offerings. But Jesus didn't just say, preach the gospel to people far away. Oh, yeah, that's important. But now I'm going to turn it closer to home. Aren't there people near us who need to hear the gospel too? Aren't there people in our community who need to hear the gospel too? Do you know anyone? A loved one, perhaps? A relative? A friend? A neighbor? an acquaintance, a co-worker, a classmate, somebody who doesn't know Jesus or doesn't yet believe in him. Can you give them that free ticket to heaven and say, Jesus also came to save you? Can you invite them to learn of Jesus? It could be the best thing that ever happened. Dear friends, there are people who know and trust you who may not know Jesus as Savior. And it may be That the Lord is calling you to be the one to invite, to share the gospel, to give the ticket, so to speak, to them. Dear believers, you have the gospel. And I've said it again and again that Jesus saved you from sin. His life, his death, his resurrection, God declares forgiveness. Whoever believes that goes to heaven, but you don't have to say all that. You could say Jesus also died for your sins. Jesus also came... To open heaven for you jesus is the way to heaven you're passing out those tickets left and right the bible says and i quote he died for all the bible says and i quote that god wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth and in keeping with that will he said go into all the world which includes our neighborhoods which includes our family members Which includes people that we know and meet here and in our daily lives. Preach the gospel doesn't mean you have to stand up here. It means proclaim the message. Give them the free ticket to heaven. There's an unlimited supply. You'll never run out. Just keep telling them about Jesus. When judgment day comes, it'll be too late. I wish I could tell you how much longer this world has. We don't know. We're not going to know until we see Jesus return. Until that time, there is a sense of urgency, as the last stanza of that hymn just said. What if He's coming soon? He said He's coming soon. Is everybody that we love, everybody we know, aware that there's but one way to heaven, and that one way is Jesus Christ, faith in Him. Your friends, make sure that your loved ones, your friends, your neighbors, your acquaintances all know about Jesus. Tell them the good news or invite them to hear it. It's so easy to do. It doesn't cost us anything. And that's all God has told us to do. He didn't say the results depend on you and if people don't believe it's your fault. He never said that. He also never said if people do believe, you can take credit. We don't get the credit or the blame, but he said preach the gospel. Tell them about Jesus. And whoever believes in Jesus, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. Amen.